On the 23rd of June, we will be celebrating 1,000 episodes of Life Devotions. To commemorate this landmark moment, we will be doing a giveaway on Instagram. We will be giving away both of Pastor Robert's books and some other devotion-themed merch. So head over to Instagram to find out how to enter and be in with a chance of winning these awesome items. You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. The Knowledge of the Father is the title of this devotion. When it comes to our confrontation with the forces of darkness of this age that Ephesians chapter 2 talks about, and Ephesians chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 6 talks about the forces of darkness. In our confrontation with those forces, Jesus is the light of the world and the darkness comprehended it not, could not overpower the light of the life in him. It says in John chapter 1, the darkness shines into the world, but the darkness could not overpower it and extinguish it and stop it. <clears throat> so there is a real spiritual darkness in this world. Isaiah chapter 60 talks about this arise and shine out of prostration in which circumstances keep you. Let your light so shine for dense deep darkness is over the people of the world. But the glory of the light of the life of the Son of God shall be seen in you and upon you. And see, there is a confrontation with the forces of darkness, folks. There's a confrontation with the powers of this world. When in 1986, I came to this country in July, in September, and then November, and then I moved in January uh, of 87, Virginia, and our son Joshua, who was almost three years old then, we moved here to this country. And all I could feel to do was pray many, many hours a day. And there was confrontation with the forces of darkness in this country. And it was terribly confusing because that is the nature of Satan, confusion, deception, lie, darkness, confusion, deception. And the confusion, deception was hammering me mercilessly. And I kept praying and praying and praying. And eventually I said to the Lord, Lord, please, what is this? And the Lord said to me, Satan wants to make you of no effect, a floppy sloppy. And you may kind of go, okay, was that God, Robert, was that you? It doesn't really matter. Really it doesn't, because that's not the point of what happened. But to me, it was an reminder that the enemy wants to make us of no effect. And that is the force of darkness, that we do nothing, are nothing, say nothing. My father used to say, if you want no opposition, be nothing, say nothing, and do nothing. But otherwise, you're going to have challenges in this life. And that's just the way it is, because we are not of this world. We're in it, but not of it. We're of the kingdom of heaven. 
So I want you to see today how the spiritual authority that I'm talking about with you this week, how it manifests in the knowledge of the Father. And I know I've made that point already, but I want you to see it here. Jesus is speaking. I'm going to go ahead and use my classic amplified. I was going to just read it out of the King James, but I just remember the way it says it here. Verse 11 of John 17. It's the high priestly prayer of Jesus. 26 amazing verses. And in verse 11, Jesus is praying and he says, I am no more in the world, Father, but these are still in the world. And I am coming to you, Holy Father, keep in your name, in the knowledge of yourself, those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I kept and preserve them in your name, in the knowledge of yourself, in worship of you. And I find this incredibly important because when you think about living in spiritual authority in this world, folks, there are environments where there's a lot of darkness and hostility to the holy nature of God, where there's uncleanness, where there's evil, where there's unholiness, where there's debauchery, open, uncleanness and unholiness. If you don't know how to live in spiritual authority in such an environment or any environment, for example, when I came to live here in this town in Folkestone in 1989, I'd had a crusade here in 1988, But in 1989, I came to live here and we started the church in October of 1989. When I came to live here, I would get so tired. I mean, tired. And I would think, okay, okay, okay. I've maybe been pushing it too hard. I need to take some extra rest. So I'd sleep eight hours a night, which for me is long. Eight, nine hours a night. Eight, nine hours a night. Eight, nine hours a night. And it got no better. It got no better. And I went, ding, hello, Masbach. This is not that you haven't had enough rest. This is the oppression of darkness over this region. This is the heaviness. The Bible says he gives us a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. Heaviness has a nature of what today is called depression. That word depression you will not find in the King James Bible. But it's depression means depress, depress, yes? You press down to the degree you can't think straight. And many times when people feel depressed, they feel tired and sleepy and and they feel they can't function and do anything. And that can have even many other mental and emotional effects on people's life. It is nothing to play with depression. It is a horrible condition to be in and it can be a real challenge to get out of. And often people find themselves stuck in it for a terribly long time. And I find it very grievous to see people in such a condition and I make no no light of it and also the answers for it. But I began to feel that depression that heaviness, spirit of heaviness, 
The Bible talks about it in Isaiah. And I thought, no, no. And I began to worship. And the knowledge of the Father manifested in me through the Son. And it broke that heaviness. It broke it. And I began to realize I cannot just visit the manifestation of my Father's presence. I can't just visit it in the church service or in a moment of prayer at home. I got to live in it 24-7 or I'll not be able to function in this environment. And the reason why that hadn't become real to me before is because I preached every day and I was always on the go. So I was too busy to maybe be in one place long enough to, 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 to experience the weight over that region. I just came in and, and, and gave a big punch of the love of God, of the power of the gospel, and I'd go to another place. But living in a place can be different. That's why people can go on a holiday somewhere and they could go, oh, I love it here. Oh, I feel so happy, the sunshine, the palm trees you mentioned, whatever it may be. But if they had to live there every day, they find out, okay, we're not on holiday now, we're living here. So the things that press upon the people come upon us too. And I began to see the manifestation of the Father was not something I could just have here and there. I had to live in it. You see, Jesus said in John 8, when he was reproached violently by people wanting to stone him, he said, the Father is always with me. And while they wanted to kill him, they could not because his time had not yet come. The Father did not hand him over to that environment that was full of murder and cruelness and hardships and evil and that was ruling the world of that day. And it's no different today, folks. No different today. I believe personally that the only way that we can truly function as children of God in the present age is to live in the consistent consciousness of our loving Heavenly Father. And the only way you can live in in consciousness of His indwelling life is to have your heart continuously sprinkled with the blood of Jesus, where the Holy Spirit is cleansing you inwardly, consistently with His blood so that your heart stays conscious and sensitive to the loving Heavenly Father and you stay in fellowship and communion with Him. And we need this. We desperately need this, dear friends. Jesus lived in this reality in such a wonderful way that he says here in John 14, John 14, verse 7, if you had known me, you would have known my father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Do you see the reality of the spiritual authority that Jesus had was to bear witness of the Father and all that He is, says and does. In all that Jesus is, says and does, He proves Himself to be God because all of Him revealed God. Even though He is the Son, yet He is the perfect embodiment of God. And that is a phenomenal mystery that I love with all my heart that God is not satisfied unless all of Himself is in you and all of you is in Him and that you're perfectly one. That when anybody receives you, they receive Him. And that was the Spirit Jesus brought from heaven by which He reconciled the world to the Father. 
And that spirit broke the yoke of sin and Satan and death. And that spirit is ruling today in the hearts of you and me who love Christ and who have confessed him to be the son of God and our Lord and Savior. And that spirit of Christ now liberates us consistently from that law of sin and death that is in our members, as it says in Romans 8 verse 2. Therefore, we can now live in continual conscious fellowship with the Father and His Son. And this is where we have power over the enemy. Jesus said, Father, in verse 11 of John 17, I've kept them in your name. I have kept them through the knowledge of you. Whenever they were with me, they were conscious of you. And this is what we need today, friends. We need that consistent consciousness that the Heavenly Father gives us through His Son. In Colossians chapter 2, verse 2 and 3, it says, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love and attaining to all the riches of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. He says that their hearts, this is what he's praying and believing, that our hearts may come into the realization the reality of the knowledge of the Father and His Son. You see, friends, what sets us apart of the world, apart from the world, is this. Is this what I'm talking to you about? In 1 John 5, verse 19 and 20, it says, We know that we are of God and that the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding that we may know Him who is true and we are in Him who is true, in His Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. There is no greater spiritual authority than this. And I know that's a big statement to make. But there is no greater spiritual authority than this. Jesus, in his high priestly prayer, John 17 and verse 3 says, Father, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true living God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. You see, it is that inward perceiving and knowing the Father by which we show we are free from the nature of sin, because the nature of sin is the absence of the knowing. It's separation. The nature of sin causes separation between us and God. But what does it look like for me to have no sin? Is I now live in communion with the Father through His Son in me. I live in the conscious knowledge of Him. I live in the reality of perceiving and recognizing and acknowledging Him in me and thereby I'm being kept from the forces of the enemy and they're not able to prevail against me. If I could take you back for a moment to Matthew chapter 11, we'll not make it too long today. Matthew 11, verse 15 through 19. 
of Matthew 11. Okay. No, I know that's all beautiful, but it's not what I'm looking for. Matthew 16. Okay, there we go. Starting at verse 15. Jesus says in Matthew 16, verse 15, Who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon, Bar-Jonah. The word Bar, Jonah means son of Jonah or son of John, right? For flesh and blood or a human being has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it and so forth. Jesus is saying, who do you say I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, this inward knowing by which you perceive me, recognize me, is the father in you, Simon. It's the father in you revealing who I am. And this, the Father revealing who I am in you, is the rock, is the foundation of the church. And upon this rock of the Father revealing in you who I am, I will build my church and the forces of hell cannot prevail against it. So what should I do when I have trouble in my home, Pastor, when my children are not in the right place, when my marriage is not in the right place and I've tried to talk about it and the more I talk about it, the worse it gets. And if I say anything, people get upset. So I don't know what else to do. And you're not just dealing with human nature. You're dealing with the influence of the adversary. I'm not saying the devil is there, but it's his influence. It's the impulses of his ways and thoughts. So what do I do? What do I do when I can't say anything? Spend time in fellowship with the Father through prayer and let the presence of his glory begin to manifest in you. You don't have to come to him about the issue. Nothing wrong with saying, Father, I don't know what to do about this. I don't know what to do about this. I commit it into your hand. I trust you are a good shepherd. You lead us. You guide us. You help us. You direct us. You bring out the answers you have prepared for us. Nothing wrong with that. But then you have to just worship in communion and fellowship with him. And as you worship in communion and fellowship with him and his holy presence becomes consciousness to you, worshiping in the knowledge of him and his son Jesus, you will see the forces of darkness can no longer prevail and no longer cause their influence to cause things to go a way that they shouldn't go. And you can see the heavenly father begin to guide instruct and lead and help and resolve and answer 
And this is what the Heavenly Father loves to see in your life, that His presence becomes better to you than life itself. Read Psalm 63. Therefore, my lips will bless you because your love and your kindness is better to me than life itself. Amen. Have a good day.